You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, last segment. Uh, we'll get into really the game of the week, and then we've got some more issues to cover. And uh, who's going to be employed come Black Monday? We'll talk about all of it, but right now, best of the best. This week's best of the best of the best of the this best, week's of best, best of the best. All right, this is a Saturday night special. The Jags, the team with the worst record in the league last year, the number one pick, are in a win and you're in. Win the division. They are given six and a half to essentially the team that always wins this division, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, you know, this is a really weird game now. Joshua Dobbs is going to be the starting quarterback for the Titans, his second start. You know, he played reasonably well last week, much better than Malik Willis would have ever played. Malik Willis, I don't even understand how you can be this ill-prepared to play professional football. Well, you know, he came out of Liberty, and he's a rookie, so everybody's just got to calm down and realize that there are certain skill sets that he has right now that are athletically based. Uh, he's got to learn how to play the game of football, and it's not easy. I mean, Zach Wilson is proving that out oh, I know. in New York, so it's it's a hard thing to do, and it's it's not the easiest thing. So I feel bad for that kid, but hopefully next year he comes back, and he's going to be a much better player because he'll feel more comfortable. But now this game. Uh, you know, Doug Peterson has done a masterful job with Trevor Lawrence. All of a sudden, he looks like the kid that we saw at Clemson. He looks like every time he steps on the field, we're going to go out and win the game. Now, yep. it helps to have Travis Etienne uh, running this football for him because Travis Etienne right now may be the best-looking running back in the NFL. Yeah, he's Oh, my God. He's, he's like awesome. shot out of a cannon all of a sudden. And I think that there's something special happening in Jacksonville, believe it or not. Um, the pool's going to be filled the, the game's going to be sold out. Awesome. It's going to be off the hinge, as they say. And I'm going to take the Jags and and Trevor Lawrence, and I think they blow the Tennessee Titans out. All right. I was now, just going to. When I say blow them out, like 24 to 10. All right. I was just going to ask you that question. It's like, all right, Jags, I want them to win. I'm going to root for them to win. Are we really comfortable with the baby Jags laying seven in a winner take all against Mike Vrabel, who is the underdog king? Which one of these coaches, as a coach, has won a Super Bowl? I'd be Doug Peters. Okay. But, I mean, come on. Vrabel's won playoff good, games. They're both good coaches. But who's got the better quarterback? Oh, that's not even a question. Who's got, who's got the younger team, the more uh, lively team, the, the hungry team, the team that looks like, you know, it's playing for something? And I know that Mike Vrabel didn't have to play for anything last week. So maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe uh, he rested a few guys that, you know, may not have been rested that are going to play this week. So this is going to be an all-hands-on-deck game. And that's like, I go back to the night they were in Arrowhead, Malik Willis starting, and they turned that game into a damn street fight. Like, that's what the Titans do. 
Isn't there a chance? I mean, they show up, they fight, but they lose like a, a 20 to 17 game. Yeah, you know, that was a middle of the season game, you know, and, and there could have been a little bit of lull for Kansas City and all yeah. that kind of stuff. This is a this is a game to get in for the Jaguars, who I are probably like the Green Bay Packers. Like, what are we doing here? And now all of a sudden it's all coming together. They're healthy. Uh, their big six foot six quarterback is running with the ball as well as throwing the ball, and he's throwing the ball exceptionally well. And they have this super stud running back himself in the backfield. Oh, I love him. That is a superstar on on the come. So I, I'm that's why I'm taking the Jags. You could take whoever you want. No, I'm not I trying know. to talk just, you into it. No, no, no. Listen, it's a fascinating game, and I like just talking through it. And I am I over? Let me ask you this question. So when you were a younger player, like, am I overrating the pressure spot for a team that has never been in it? Like, am I valuing that too much? I think you have a, a coach who's been in it. And I think you have a quarterback who has definitely been in it in Clemson. Like it wasn't like they were playing, you know, not playing for the national championship. They were. So he's used to big games and he's always been a great player at every level he's been at. And I think we're seeing he's on that path to greatness. And this is where, you know, this is where I believe he joins the big four quarterbacks in the AFC. So when you think about Burrow, Herbert, Allen, and, of course, Patrick Mahomes. Now here comes Trevor Lawrence to join that group to become the big five in the AFC, and we're going to have 10 years of unbelievable play because of these quarterbacks. And you said the pool's going to be full? Oh, pool's going to be full. All right, you know Jags laid a six and a half. <laughs> I mean, you know, Tennessee has lost their last six games. Man. I know. I know. Listen, I needed a consultation. I had to talk through it with you because – you know it. Six and a half is a huge number in the NFL. And, and, when, and when this game meant something, like four weeks ago, the Jags beat them 36-22. to 22. All right. Pool's full. We're in. Okay. Um, I know. I, I want to get to this because I, I'm fascinated by it. You know, we talked briefly about Cincinnati, Baltimore. John Harbaugh, it felt like he was shading his quarterback. Lamar, I, I hate what I see from Lamar. Like, if you're going to – if you want this $250 million, you, you want all of this – do me a favor. Can we lose the ridiculous sunglasses? Can we put a headset on? Can we attempt to be a part of what the team's doing on the sideline? Not a good look. That's right. I so, hated it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people hate the the vibe of what's going on down there in Baltimore. And, you know, there are some people here in New York that think that Lamar Jackson would be great for the Jets. And I was like, okay, if he's great for the Jets, you might as well just get rid of the wide receivers. Because you're going to have to change your offense to play the way that Baltimore plays, right? And that's why Greg Roman gets so much, you know, so many compliments uh, is about how he played or devised an offense for Colin Kaepernick yep. back in the day with Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco. He has devised this kind of offense that accentuates what Lamar does. Well. He's brilliant, and yeah, he, he does a good job. And now he's doing it with Tyler Huntley. By the way, mm-hmm. they don't score a lot of points. They can't. And I don't know what Lamar is doing. I don't know if this is a sort of subtle, silent protest that he's not playing. Maybe his knee is hurt more than we think it is. But the way that John Harbaugh opened the week about Lamar tells us all we need to know, that there is some significant friction with between the organization and their their star quarterback in their system. I, I said this from day one. I'm not backing off of it. I would never pay him. Now, if you want to franchise him, that's your prerogative, but he's going to be upset. I would never give this guy a long-term contract. So then the question is, if you don't do that and you can't come to grips with, you know, because he saw Deshaun Watson basically talk his way out of Houston. 
Right. Now, whatever happened to Deshaun Watson between when he said to Houston, I want to, I want out of here after he signed that big contract, to all the Deshaun Watson off the field antics to end up getting that $230 million guarantee with Cleveland, that's one thing. Lamar sees himself as better than Deshaun right. Watson. He wants 250 He wants that money, and he wants it guaranteed. And I think Baltimore, and it was said by Steve Bashotti when that yes. contract was signed. Made and he's it hard the owner for all of us. Exactly. And he's the owner of the Baltimore Ravens. And when you're open and honest about that, that tells you that there is a – you know, an impasse between player and organization, and I think we're seeing it play itself out right now, which is really unfortunate. And you're not dealing with – here's the other problem. There's there's two notes. You're not dealing with a player that has real representation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like, isn't Lamar repped by his mother? And himself, yes. Right, that, that's, no disrespect, that's asinine. You're trying to negotiate a quarter of a billion dollar deal. We're not sitting down to talk about what pizza toppings we're getting tonight. Like, I, I, that's a problem. And second of all, here's the thing that sticks out to me, and you said it, but, like, think about his own best friend was Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown said, I got to get up out of here. Like, there's no ability for Lamar to be a drop back when I got to throw it, when I need to throw it, on time, on platform, accurate. I can't pay him. So, Boomer, I'm going to say this. You can laugh at me, shoot it down. If I'm Steve Bashotti, I've reached a point now, and I'll tell you, I don't know what's going on with this injury. I feel like this is an opinion, not a report. I feel like they think he could play, and he's choosing not to. That's I agree. Me, with, that's I agree. Me I, saying that. Yeah, but I agree with you. So my point would be, I've reached the trading stage. I am going to move him this offseason. I am done with this. Okay, so give me an idea of where you're sending him and who is going to want to change whatever they're doing offensively. And create an offense around Lamar and what he does. I'll give you one owner who I think, well, I don't even know if I can use this term. I don't know what the rules are, but I think he's a bit of a star bleeper. I, what about David Tepper? What about Carolina? He said from go, I want a star quarterback. Money's no object. He's going to be bringing in a new coach. They have a great defense. Well, a good young defense. Look, you're going to find the mark. The NFL is like a poker game, and one person at that table is going to do something stupid. I don't know, Boomer. I'm just saying I can't move forward with this. You know, that's why I would hope he would stay in Baltimore with John Harbaugh, with Greg Roman, and sign some sort of contract that both sides are going to be a little bit disappointed with. Right. And and that would be his best that would be his best place. You know the worst part? They could sign him to a two hundred and fifty million dollar deal where only one and a quarter is guaranteed, maybe in the first three seasons. Well, the Kyler Murray deal. And by the way, when you think about all the quarterbacks that have been injured this year and have missed uh, significant playing time, at the top of that list are the running quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that either by play call or just by their ability to create off-platform plays, or however you want to call it. Um, They've all been injured. Jalen Hurts has been injured. Justin Fields is injured. Kyler. You got Kyler's injured. You got Lamar that's injured. 
I mean, you just think about all yeah. these guys that are injured. So you got to take that into account. If you are an owner, a general manager, or a coach, I just hope that he stays there, just like I would say to Daniel Jones. Look, you're not going to break the bank with the Giants. You didn't throw 40 touchdowns, <clears throat> but you've played good. You've solidified yourself as the Giant quarterback, and we think you're going to get better, but we can't pay you $40 million a year. The going no. rate for a starting star quarterback in the NFL. No, we, we please, God, that. no. Uh, real quick, John's brother, Jim. I mean, reports galore. Apparently, this guy's on the phone with David Tepper. He's get, he's offered some mealy-mouthed, uh, you know, I. no one knows the future. I I think I'll be back. Did, is the NFL interested in Jim Harbaugh? Well, in didn't, he have, didn't he have a dance with the Minnesota Vikings last year? Yeah, until he walked in the room and interviewed. Exactly, because <laughs> he probably said, look, you want me? Then this is what I'm bringing, right. and this is what I want, and this is how much money I want. So two teams right now that make it interesting for me to see whether or not they want to go down this road. One would be David Tepper. I don't think uh, I don't think Denver is the place for him. But I also would think that maybe Arizona because their general manager Steve Kime stepped away. Yeah. Uh, their coach right now is dealing with a Kyle Murray injury that means next year at the beginning of the year, Kyle Murray's not going to be there, ready to go. And maybe just maybe. If Jim Harbaugh went to Arizona and got Kyler Murray, maybe that would satisfy Kyler as a quarterback and satisfy satisfy the fan base that the team is trying to move forward with a new coach and a new approach. No to Indianapolis? I say Indianapolis maybe, but, you know, Crazy Jim with Crazy Jim, that's J&J crazy for me. That's called Radio Gold. It is. All right, um, let's get to your final word, Black Monday edition. Take us through it. What you say after this don't, don't matter. This is the final word. Okay, so here we go. We got Indianapolis, Denver, and Carolina all going to be looking for new coaches. Uh, I think Arizona is going to be on that list of interesting to see what happens with Cliff and see what happens with uh, the Bidwell family. And there's always going to be one surprise. Where is that surprise? Is that surprise Miami? Does Stephen Ross go after Sean Payton and Tom Brady again? Oh, no. It Not could Daniel. I love him. Uh, we all love him. But you never know what's going on in a building and how somebody wants to try to capture a chance to go for the Super Bowl. The other team that I would think that there's got to be some discussion about what's happening is Tennessee, depending on how they look this weekend against the Jaguars. Remember, offense coordinator DUI. Yeah. Uh, a general manager fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, coach, like in a kind of a weird situation. Wow. And I know that the general manager was probably fired because – of the trade of A.J. Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles. And when they played Philadelphia, A.J. had a big game. Went nuts. And I know that Mike Vrabel did not want to trade A.J. Brown. And he told him to his face that he would never trade him. And that trade was done behind his back. Tennessee, mark it down. I mean, he knows people. He knows. I don't know about that. He knows. All right, look. We start playoffs next week. All of it will cover it top to bottom and games that are actually pickable. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. We'll talk to you next week. It's kickoff with with Boomer and Valenti.